Welcome to Emma's podcast. Oh, finally, I can turn my microphone the right way. Well, help so people can hear me properly. <laughs> oh, I have to talk about the pups for a minute here because Lulu is a little, little, little naughty kid. That boy, I am amazed by him because he reminds me of being uh, human as well. And seeing that he's, he's a smaller one, he's a baby, baby one. And when I say baby, the kid is about 30 pounds. And uh, he's a Dotson mixed uh, Jack Russell, but that that dog can take on Mac because he think Mac is his uh, toy, literally. And Mac is my big baby. He's the big baby of the family. He's he's a Chesapeake uh, Bay mixed uh, Sharpe. He's not a full size either. Um, I'm not gonna give him his uh, weight, but the boy can hold his ground and you don't want to mess up with uh, Mac actually uh, he's a very laid-back boy until you push the buttons well Lulu loves Mac uh, daddy he has an issue with daddy because daddy is the boss girl that's mean the girl will make him cry literally upset the, the <laughs> Lulu to the point that Lulu has to make himself vocal this is how he get upset however what he does to Mac, because Mac loves his babies. Uh, his babies are toys. He picks, I have a basket at home, and he picks uh, which one he wants to go walk with. So it could be a tennis ball, it could be one of his pink dragons, can be um, uh, any toys that he got over there, even a shoe if he wanted to, whatever he wants to walk with. Well, Lulu is a little sneaky pit because he likes to pick on Mac, actually. And right now, he took his, uh, he did, he took his toy, his baby, and I don't know if he's going to go outside or not, because he had, he had uh, a bad habit to do that, but he just bossing him around, and he took away his baby. So right now, Mac is pretty much calm, and not even chasing after him, but you have to watch those two, because Lulu is just a brat, I just realized he's a spoiled brat. And once in a while, Daddy will put him back in his place. I think he went outside with the baby. Did he went outside with the ba your baby, kiddo? Probably. That's what happened. So this is the kind of madness you got to deal with uh, when you got a third pop-pop here. But this is not what we're going to be talking about today. Today we're going to be talking about... We talked uh, on our last podcast about the creativity. We talked about stepping up to the plate. You know, name it and claim it. You always have challenges. The universe will all you, always give you life lessons and challenges, even when you want to reach your goals. Uh, clean, one of the biggest things as well is cleaning up your, um, your, your circle of life, cleaning up people, cleaning up situations that are not for your highest good. This is one of the hardest things, I think, to do as well, is to uh, do the cleanup. Because some people... Uh, will be on your side encouraging you and you got others who will drown you because they don't want you to succeed how, how often have you had an idea and people around you mocked you to discourage you to say well you're never gonna win you're never gonna do it you're losers everything you do never works 
you know, you're crazy to do that. Uh, that's not going to work, blah, blah, blah. And you get the people who are encouraging you and just say, why not? Why not you're doing it? What is your plan? What are you going to, uh, you know, you want to start your own business. You want to start your own hobby. You have something you always wanted to dream about. Maybe take vacation, maybe vacation in Nepal. Who knows? And people will be like, that's ridiculous. This is stupid, blah, blah, blah. When it's not. What your heart's desires want, it takes time. I always said, and that's why I interview a lot of um, business owners last year, uh, it was to really let people know and understand that, hey, we have dreams, but how did you, how did you do it? You know, what inspired you to do it? And that's one thing that I love to do is to interview people because I want to show that you don't need to be born with a silver spoon in your mouth. You don't need to be a trust fund kid or a billionaire kid to do something. You can come from the poorest of the poorest of the countries and do something beautiful. You just have to have the inspiration, the drive. What makes you get up in the morning and living your dream, even though you're going to end up <laughs> deep, <laughs> food deep or knee deep into the goo and the dew. And it's like, holy crap. What was I thinking when I started, wanted to do my company? Why am I not sleeping only? Why am I sleeping with one eye open? Because I'm worried about getting the right raw material. Why am I worried and I'm afraid and the the, um, the cell's gonna, not going to work? I was talking with somebody last week, with a surgeon actually, who started his own practice. Uh, and he's a good surgeon, very good surgeon, but decided to do not be part of the healthcare system, but do his own practice. And we talked about it because his expectation was, well, I'm starting my business in October, November, and whoo-hoo, I should have 10,000 people at my door. That's not how it works. If you want to be successful, it cannot be a shooting crap that you get 10,000 people at the door and by the following day you got nothing left. It is an organic process. It has to happen in a way it's supposed to. You have to struggle. You have to do a few things. You have to live in a concept of, okay, I have to break through. The idea to be a surgeon on my own is a great idea. Independent surgeon. However, it's going to take time to build my clientele like everybody else is you have a store a candy store or whatever you got going on st uh, closing store whatever whatever your practice product services it doesn't matter it's gonna take a little time okay you're gonna go through the struggles to learn it's like a birth okay if you're not a female and you never give birth then maybe ask your mom how long it take her or her to do it seriously and how painful it was think about the same way you have to build it up in an organic way if you try to cheat it you're going to spend more money than you need to you're going to have to modify a few things along the way a lot of people don't realize that it's like well i'm gonna do this and oops it's done it's like no 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 no. you can have the best restaurant with the best chef ready to cook if you don't do the right marketing let no people you exist 
and tease them to the point that they want to come to your establishment, then you're going to have a hard time. But you're going to build it up slowly but surely. Maybe you're going to get the first night five or six clients and then it's going to start to grow. I'm going to give you even a more tangible, actually, example. I used to work, uh, and I did it at the beginning, well, it was many years ago, because I worked for over 20 years on overnight as well, and I had a day side job as well. I, I, as I said, I'm a working alcoholic, so a recovering one, I should say, <laughs> on this one. However, I remember when I switched to a different overnight, I used to work in a produce area. So I had, uh, they, their expectation was so low, it was hilarious because I was working on so many things. Those guys, I could have done the entire floor in less than five hours for them. So the first night I was over there, I was, I couldn't wait to be on overnight because I'm like, during the day, I wanted to smack one person after another one because they were doing nothing. They were screwing around. I'm like, really? That's what you do? I couldn't stand it, actually. I couldn't wait to be back on overnight and said, okay, I just want to work by myself. And be happy, Skippy, and leave me alone. Okay, because there's some jobs you want to be alone. So people are going to say, well, you like to do it alone. I work in um, with teams. But when I was on overnight, alone was the best way because I don't want to yak. I wanted to, yeah, because I don't like to spend my time talking. My private life always stay private. So it's like, eh, I'm not going to talk to you about anything. I just want to put my headphones on, listen to the music, be inspired, and just work. That's it. You know, you go in, you work, you leave. That's basically what it was. So when I started on overnight and an example of a business and take it as your business, okay? When you started, and I'm sure people who run business and started their business was the same way. I went and there were no overnight in that store and it was open 24 seven. So imagine then I appeared by magic. Woohoo, Emma is here in a, in a house, yay. And I started to clean up what they call their weight section, which is basically all of the uh, the section that are, uh, what do you call it, uh, under um, water um, spray. So every like 20 minutes, there will be a spray all over the fresh veggie, the one that needed water so they could survive, like cilantros. Uh, which one we got? We got lettuce, salads, and we had other things in there. Uh, radicchio and stuff like that yeah personally it was it was awesome it was a cold what do you call it the wet section which was a cold case as well but people didn't like it so i had to make it pretty so i had to remove everything clean it up put it back in and add more stuff into it so when i started it nobody knew existed so the people that would come on overnight because you had people coming in the evening and overnight so i was showed up at about 10 o'clock at night and um do the work until what five o'clock in the morning something like that five six o'clock and it was great you know i started the first night i saw one or two people and uh, there and did you know they saw me so the first time you talk to me they say hey how you doing and people start to look at you what the heck at two o'clock in the morning you're talking to me are you crazy so you realize very quickly you just smile at them you don't engage you smile at them so they know you exist but the first week i got maybe three to four people you know, they notice me and say, oh, crap, there is somebody here. So I'm coming back the following night to see if that person is still exists. <laughs> he wasn't a mirage. And they realize that, oh, wow, that person is there four nights. It was four or five nights. I don't remember when I started it. So it was Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, that was five nights. Then I was doing it. Then week two, 
I started to see a little bit more people coming in because they realized, wow, I get fresh stuff and I can talk to that person and I can do this, this and that. It did not felt like, because at the end of the day, if you go to a grocery store, it feels like there is a war zone happening. It's like, what the heck happened into the produce area? There is nothing left. I've been one, it was warm out on a Saturday and it was my mistake, actually. I was like, what the heck am I? Don't ever shop on a Saturday at a World TT and one specific Walmart store because I went there no more bananas no more things like what happened here i'm like holy crap we're selling air today that's not what i came in for so when i started it then you get more people and i had the regular coming in meaning once a week i will see the same people who decide to chat and talk about recipes and blah 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 they were coming because i was there so by the time I was done in the morning, I not only did the weight section, but I did the cucumbers, I did the hot papers, I did I did all of the cases, basically. Everything against the wall was done. Plus, uh, um, you got the, the, what you call it, the strawberries and everything like that. So it was just awesome. But it started to grow slowly. It wasn't like they all came in a bus, 200 people in there. It built it up slowly. And more and more. So people knew somebody was there. So they would come shop in the evening and during the night. Which, to be honest with you, I love shopping during the night because you don't have that many people. It depends. But you don't. Ha- you didn't have that many people during the week, which was nice. At the exception of where we're close to the holidays. This is where hell broke loose. And then you got all of the crazies coming in. And oh boy, that's a different story for a different day. But think about this, okay? Now take it into perspective of starting your business. A lot of people have high expectation, very, very, very high expectation, like, oh my God, I'm opening my store, I'm opening my whatever I'm doing, my practice, and everybody's going to show up in 15 minutes. This is my expectation. The reality will be different. The reality is, well, maybe you're going to know people. So you're going to use like the sur- that surgeon in questions, use referral, let know people, he open his own business. And so they get, get the referral. It reminds me actually of my uh, eye doctor who was working for a company, I'm going to say Sears, and then he went on his own, meaning he stopped to work for Sears and uh, opened his own business. Okay. When he did that, I did not care. I said, I don't care. I'm going to stay with him because he was a very good eye doctor. But he built his practice. Now, some people were at Sears, never came back to him. However, the people like me stay because he was doing a good job. And then he built up his practice more and more. It's the same thing with your business. Your expectation to be like, I'm going to, it's going to be a rhetoric on this one. A Kardashian that's like billion people coming and buy my product in 15 minutes. No, that's not how it works. You build it up like they did, actually. They did the same way. They saw, except they use social media. They, uh, they were the one with their reality um, shows. But think for a minute. The story I just told you about the produce is the same with your business. So back to my surgeon. So when I was talking to him last week, he said, well, I opened it in November and I started to see maybe six clients in January. And he, t- he said to me, well, but I was expecting more, you know, I was expecting this and that. And I started to smile and I said, you know, here's what I'm going to say to you. If you're expecting to have a thousand people at your door in, by January, it will be a high rise and an immediate fall. It's supposed to happen organically. 
You cannot force people. If you attempt, if, you, if you're doing it, it's going to be a recipe for failure. Every business has to grow organically. Then it will explode. Then you're going to get 10,000 people coming in in a year or two. But you need to start somewhere. And that somewhere starts with three, four, five people. Be grateful you get a client. One. Be grateful you get two clients. Be grateful you get three. Because they will multiply. I, I smiled. And I had another uh, doctor who wanted to start her practice and she put it on hold, which was very interesting. But the same thing. She, the expectation. That's what I did those um, podcasts last year. And I'm going to restart them uh, sometime soon. Is think people you want to start your business and you expect to have it already on the platter i'm sorry it doesn't happen that way i don't care who you are but it is not gonna happen this way if you want a successful business you have to start at the beginning using a shortcut is gonna make your journey longer People don't realize that. When I was in produce, I never used freaking shortcuts. I worked my butt off. And I can guarantee when I was cleaning up that case, we would take three hours for people. I used to do it in about 45 minutes because I work very fast. That's who I am. Now, when you're looking at the clients coming in, as I said, started with three, four, and within a month, I had about 20, 30 people. And you're like, holy crap, people. Can you just go away? I just want to clean up the things I don't want to be. And you got to talk to people. And it is this and that. It's like, that's fine. But just give me my time here. But people were coming because it was fresh. People knew I was there. Your business will function the same way. It's not going to take one or two weeks. It's going to take a few months. But you're going to have to go through the process. People don't want to go through the process of the struggle of the unknown, how I'm going to market myself. Well, I'm going to tell you how. Hire me, I will tell you how. I'm not going to tell you right now. No, that's stupid. I give few free things for free. But however, every case is different. But you have to build it up. You have to understand who is my target market. See, I give you one solution, one answer right there. I'm not going to tell you the whole recipe or everything. But understanding how it works. So listening to that surgeon, I was smiling. <laughs> he made me laugh and I said to him, eh, you're going to do it. I said, but right now it doesn't work at your speed of light. But you have to modify a couple of things you're doing as well. Again, it's a process. Okay. You don't have to spend $50 million dollars. To get your business going. But you need to understand. Make it happen organically. I told my story about my business. And about my podcast. About everything I have done. I never spent thousands of dollars in marketing. And I won't spend thousand dollars in marketing. Because it's a shooting crap. Because I knew for me. Okay. Then if I will advertise like a crazy lunatic, especially the ad, I'm talking ad, it will not work. I had to do it the organic way. 
and it's working. A lot of people doing this. Now you can do marketing. The ad is a different story. Your marketing should be the key to bring your leads and prospects. Ad is a shooting crap. That's all I'm going to say on this one. It's a hit or miss. But growing your business, it's understanding. You have to go through the process. Imagine your business is you giving birth. First, you got a baby, a newborn. And that baby is going to have to grow. From a baby to a toddler to a teenager to an adult. You cannot give birth and have right away an adult. Not possible. All right? Well, maybe science can do it, but mm, I still want to. No, I don't want to see that because that's going to be horrible. <laughs> it's like, no. However, during that birth, then this is where you're going to start to grow. That period where you the newborn to the toddler is where you grow your business. This is where you, you have that idea. And then as you grow your business, you're going to start to switch. Switch may be what you're doing slightly. You're going to modify things. You're going to adapt to your prospects, if that makes sense. You have an idea, but that idea is going to evolve. Your business is going to grow and evolve. You have to change. You have to mature. You have to grow. That's what it is. Those cycles have to happen for your business. And a lot of people do not get that. You have high expectation. I want to make millions of dollars for my company. Yes, you can. But you need to realize it is not going to happen on overnight. It's going to require you dedication. It's going to require you commitment. It's going to require you to do things that you're supposed to do in timely manners. It's going to require you to go through hell back and forth. It's going to require you to have some little heart attack every five minutes when you sing. This is like, holy crap, holy crap, holy crap. It's going to require you to have faith, to believe in what you do. It's going to require you to be challenged. Because as the business is an extension of you, you're going to grow with your business. So, you need to stop your expectation and see how to grow your business in a more realistic way. The universe will always put it back in your face no matter what. Think about this and realize that whatever you feel is right to do, without pushing it, without being angry because it's not working faster, you're going to go through the process of the growth. And it comes with headache, with uncertainty, but believing in what you do and continue to push yourself into the beautiful self you are, but letting grow your business in a way that will transmute it to something you could not believe it. Let the universe be the game changer in there. When I left the produce area, years of letters, letter, not letters, but letter, I had people coming every single night, every single hours. I had 
clients coming in. And they came because they told me, some told me, they said, well, yeah, because you're here, I'm coming here because I know everything is fresh and clean. But they came. I did not ask them because I would have no no customer. I would have been fine. But the, the people knew I was there. And you would have uh, every walk they had, it was funny, actually. Every walk they, they had, because you got manager, you got district manager coming in and doing their walkthrough. It felt like grand opening every single time I was there. This is how clean it was. This is how pristine it was. But people came and the word of mouth came out and they realized somebody was there. Your business will grow. It will attract the right client for you. That's another thing too that people don't realize and they're like, oh my God, I want to do that. I'm like, your business is you. Your uniqueness is your business. You have to let know what is unique about you. Not about Paul, your competition, because there is no competition. You are unique. You do your own thing. I don't care if there is 200 plumbers around. You're a plumber. You have something unique that the others don't have. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure by sitting down with you, I can figure it out. I have done that on some of my master classes. Sit down and find 10 things that a person has unique to just put it on their website. It's like, okay. Let know people, all right? What makes you unique? So the right clients come to you. Not every people will come to you as a client. You are meant to have specific clients, all right? Think about Apple, and I take that uh, example a lot. Apple and Samsung, okay? I'm an Apple girl. Do I want a Samsung phone? Oh, freak no. I am not a Samsung person. However, I know people who love Samsung and do not like Apple. And that's fine. Everybody have their own taste okay that's how it works so you will attract the right people for your business if you're doing it right and your timing is not the timing that works for your business successful business it takes a couple of years to at least get a good amount of people to stabilize your business it takes at least one year minimum depends what you're selling but your referral will come. The clients will come. There is a way to bring the awareness so people will start to come. Your business is going to want to grow. But don't expect if you're fresh out of the block, starting block, to have 10,000 people at the door. Unless you got something that everybody wants as a product or a service, good for you. But here's the problem. Have you ever seen, well, except for Apple and stuff like that, because this is technology, blah, blah, blah. But you always have like, well, example of some of the dolls and the toys. Okay, every year, there is a different toy than everybody wants. Or, uh, and that people go crazy. The kids go crazy. The parents go nuts. It's never the same one, isn't it? Every year. It's a one-time shooting, shooting crap. It's like on radio, especially in the 80s, um... You had song. You didn't even know who those guys were and they had one hit song. Then they disappeared. Well, your business could be the one-time song and disappeared. Or it could be a band or uh, an artist that will do multiple songs that are going to be heard. Think about that. Your business is the same way, but you cannot force you have to go at the speed you're supposed to go. And I know our expectation can be like, well, 
up to the sky and back and forth. But as I said, that sojourn reminded me of all of that. Ooh, I had big dream. I was at this and that and like I'm expecting this in two years and three years and four years and blah blah blah. And it did not. It took a little longer for some of us. It took a little longer. And that's okay. It's meant to be this way. So look at the business. Look at what you want to do. Look at where you are with your business. Maybe you need to switch a couple of things. You need to modify it. And I have noticed that with my business, actually, that I have modified and changed since the beginning. Because I evolved. So is my business. So are my services. They have changed. They have evolved. I shift to be on the right path. So think, not for the surgeon, because this is, you know, he's supposed to do a few things. That's what he is an orthopedic surgeon. So he's doing what he's supposed to do. However, some product or services like mine will modify and change as I go. Because the demand, because of what is needed right now. This is what you have to think about as well. When you market yourself, you have to modify and become flexible. And that's what some people are missing is the flexibility because they're like, oh, this is this and nothing. Well, here's what happened. You're going to get nothing because you need to modify your business a bit. Business are here. And I know when we talk about business 30, 40 years ago, then they were not changing and evolving and growing. Here, we have to evolve and grow because that's what is required of us now. Flexibility, growth. So this was our podcast for today. Oh, my goodness. We have been talking and yakking and yakking for those uh, three recording. This is the last recording for the week. Um, and I hope it will give you the inspiration and the understanding because one of the things that I've noticed the most, and I said I, I have that surgeon who reminded me of that, is the expectation, what we would love to see happen in our businesses and feel frustrated because we're not there yet. But there is a process to get there. And the people don't understand those steps. They want to use the shortcut because we want the instant gratification. We are living in a society of instant gratification. Well, I'm sorry to say, not everything goes by instant gratification. All right? You don't go like to the um, McDonald's and the Wendy's in the world and the um, Burger King push the button and said, hey, by the way, I want number five, two, and three, and I want a Coke to go with it. And you go pay, get your food afterwards and go. It doesn't happen in an instant. It doesn't. So that's something people need to understand. We're looking too much of our social media where think is like, oh my God, I'm faking it. I am so rich and I made it overnight. Oh, you're li- you, I'm watching some stuff and I have commercial from YouTube. Well, you don't have to have a, a YouTube. If you have YouTube on your phone, you can make money $10,000 a week. Uh-huh. And I'm Mary Poppins. I am my big, I'm going to pull my broom, and I'm going to have a little flight here around the house. Not a problem. It's like, really? Come on, people. Stop this kind of instant gratification. 
Maybe you're going to go play at the casino or you're going to play at the lottery and you're going to win. Fantastic. Happy for you. But this is not going to happen to everybody around the block. So the instant gratification way we want, we want to see instant gratification. We want, don't want the buildup. It's like going to the gym and expecting at your first workout, you're going to come all buff, lean and mean. It's like not happening. All right. If you have not worked out before, no. Your muscles like mine, if I am uh, working, I'm back to uh, work on my, I've been doing a good job actually, back to work and build up all of my muscles around my uh, shoulders. My muscle memory come back like this. Not a problem. The muscles like, yeah, Emma, we know what we're supposed to do. We're going to know what we're supposed to look like and we are back in track. Fine. But you still get some work. It's not like it's going to happen one time. You still have to work at it. Training. Journey. We are journeymen. We are in different state. We are from the um, apprentice to the journeyman to the master. It depends on which level you are in your life. It's the same with the business. You start your business, you're an apprentice. You have maybe four or five years, you are becoming the journeyman. You have over 10 years, 15, 20 years, you're the master. That's all. It's that simple. But a lot of people do not understand that. They don't get it because I see it on TV. I see it on my social media. Instant gratification. Woohoo! I'm going to go to the drive-thru. No, 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 no. That's not how it happened. It is not how it happened. And again, you got some stuff. I'm not going to name name, but we got some very irritating and annoying people. We hear it now all over the, the, the places right now, which is like, oh boy, oh boy. I have to shut it down because I am tired to hear about those people. A couple in particular. Oh yes, they were high expectation, blah, blah, blah. And now you're seeing the fall. You're seeing the fall because... Their intentions were the wrong one. Their processes are the wrong one. And now they are not as high than they were expecting to be because of whatever they did. Again, instant gratification. Want to be famous. We want this. We want the money. We want that. But at the end of the day, it felt like a crepe suzette that went into the ceiling and poop, flat out like a flat tire. Think about your business. It is not a sprint. It's a marathon. And it involves you. The business is a way for us to grow. When you start your business, it involves growth from us as well. That's what most people don't understand. The trials and the tribulation we go through is to help us to grow our business. The good, the bad, and the extremely ugly. It pass or break. But if you're determined, if you keep faith and hope, your business will thrive. But you're going to have to go through hell back and forth first or in the middle. Anywho, every business goes through those cycle, And that helps us to grow. So stop the assumption of the instant gratification. Roll up your sleeves and get yourself going with your business. So, if you need a consultation with me, you can always get a hold of me at edg-associates. Uh, you can contact me. 
otherwise this is the end of our three recording for the week i know uh the one on monday was talking about lose loss losing ourselves, uh which is a suicide actually and that's something again as i said on monday's episode we will do one specific one with my friend jenner uh in a month or two uh, to talk about that topic and not in a way to depress everybody, but it is more awareness and talk about openly about the struggle as well that people can face and people don't realize because again, nobody else is in our shoes and ourselves. Not everybody sees what we see. Nobody knows what's going on behind our door clothes or closed door, should I say? Yeah, that's what happened, you know. I, I'm <laughs> me and my language. I have. A, I'm going to start a dictionary called the Emma's Dictionary because <laughs> doesn't matter which language I'm talking. I always create my own version of it because that's the way I go and I roll. But um, we'll talk on this one with him and have a candid uh, topics with him. So just an awareness, but. Be inspired by what you want to do. And if you want to start your own business, I'm not discouraging you to do it, actually. But I want to bring you the awareness, the reality of a business and how to run a business. Because a lot of people, again, want an instant gratification. It's like, well, no, that's not happening this way. This is you growing with your business. Because the business, your business is the extension of who you are. Regardless if you're selling some clothes or run a gas station, it doesn't matter. It's an extension of who you are. So all my love, guys, and I will talk to you later. Take care. Bye. Emma's Universe Podcast.